0: From round the corner To your street and neighbourhood Anthony and Pinky for breakfast
1: An absolute queen of the Australian film, TV and theatrical world joins us now And little kid me from the 80s is delighted to welcome Noni Hazelhurst to our little show this morning Hello Good morning, nice to talk to you Now, we will get to your new TV show soon, but, look, many of us fell in love with you from watching Play School growing up, Noni, which you, of course, were a presenter of for many years from 1978 to 2001.
2: I know. That's a lot of two- and three-year-olds, isn't it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot. And um, I also wondered, how many big Teds, maybe, did you rotate through over those years? Did they get many made?
2: Oh, no, I don't... I think they had to replace them very often. They were very well looked after. I think they had better dressing rooms than we did.
1: Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> it was really mandatory TV viewing, wasn't it? Because we used to sit down and watch Play School and Sesame Street, and now you've mm. got a real ton of choices out there for the kids' entertainment.
2: Yeah, but not all as successful or as effective as Play School was. I think, you know, it, it worked. Yes. <laughs> and uh, It was, you know, age-appropriate in a simple language that kids at that age, you know, a world that they could understand and comprehend. And so much of what is around young children is incomprehensible, never mind for adults. True. Imagine what it's like to be a preschool child in this world.
0: Oh, my gosh, I didn't think about it that way. Staying on play school for a moment, when you did finish up, did you take any souvenirs that you've kept with you through the Jemima?
2: years? Jemima. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I mean, honestly, it was like Fort Knox trying to get at those... those No, they were really well protected. We weren't able to take anything. But, you know, just I'm so proud of play school. It's the thing I'm more proud of than anything. Every family has a secret comes close. It's similar sort of effectiveness. But it was just it taught me so much about communication and about, you know, presenting basically and, and how to just be honest to your audience because if you can't if you can you know convince a three-year-old that you're there and with them and talking to them on a personal level and get a response from them adults are a breeze so it really was a great great lesson in how to communicate
0: well on that did you have you given any advice to to new presenters on play school over the years about how to effectively get their message across because it's obviously very important
2: Oh, it's managed to wait till you're asked, Anthony. <laughs> I haven't been asked to do anything like that. No, look, I'm sure that the people in charge now, you know, have the ethos of the program at heart. It has changed since I did it. We used to tape it as though it was live without stopping. Um, and if we made a mistake, they wanted us to to get out of it and problem solve, you know, as a sort of example. But now it's all broken up, so it's all a bit perfect. I don't I don't think it has quite the same magic that it did when, when you guys were probably kids, which was... You know, it was mesmerising for, for preschool children.
1: Absolutely. Now, then we'll quickly move on, touch on to the film side of things, because mm. we did have to, when studying film and theatre at school, we studied Monkey Grip, which uh, oh, was wow. absolutely loving that, taking us back there. And then really loved your performance in Little Fish in 2005 with Kate thank Blanchett, you. Sam Neill and Hugo Weaving. Oh, so a bit of a fangirl here at the moment. On to more recent Showings, which is happening this Thursday night from 7.30pm, SBS and SBS On Demand, The Return of Every Family Has a Secret.
2: Yeah, it's the fourth season and it's it's wonderful that SBS has had such faith in the program and it's done really well for them because it's beautifully done. And again, I'm really privileged to be part of it because it's just... It's really intelligent, rewarding television, you know, and it's it's what I call real reality because it's yeah. real people getting real news in real time and you see the real effect, you know, and it's, it's just there are some beautiful stories and some disturbing stories and everyone is really different.
0: You've had three seasons, so is there a secret or a story so far that just you haven't been able to get out of your mind? It sticks out.
2: They all do, truly, because... You get to know these people, we get to know our subjects quite closely because they have to put a lot of trust in us. They're very vulnerable. Mm. They don't know the media, you know, so Mm. to come forward and and put your hand up to to go through this process requires a fair bit of courage. So they've all, you know, we stay in touch with all of them. They get plenty of help in the follow-up if they need it in dealing with what we discover for them. You know, it can be quite quite tricky and emotionally um, difficult for some people. So... Um, But you do see these amazing changes that happen in people when they have this load lifted. You know, it doesn't necessarily bring closure, but it does help them feel connected to to their past and their relatives to give it some context for their behaviour and choices. So it's really interesting.
1: Yeah, and it sounds like they would feel very supported with having Mm. you all on board to help them through that journey.
2: Well, they have to, I think, Pinky, hmm. because, I mean, I'm their first port of call. They, they, they've they never been in front of a crew before, yeah. even though there's only about five people there. They sort of know me, and so I just chat with them to try and draw the story out to give the audience a beginning point before they set off on the journey. And so, you know, that's my role, to kind of hold their hand through the beginning of it. And we might chat for 45 minutes, and it ends up being cut to three minutes just to set up the oh, story. Wow. wow. So, yeah, yeah they're, they're really lovely people who just want to get to the bottom of something that's sometimes haunted them their whole lives.
1: Yeah, look, some of these stories centre around Nazi fraternisation to a mm-hmm. baby swap, criminal activity, a lost inheritance. It goes on and on. Yeah,
2: yeah I know. And, you know, the, the team of researchers, it's a very small production company out over in Perth. The researchers are incredible, the stuff they come up with. And and often we'll find something that we didn't expect while we're actually on the road. You know, a, a brother that they thought oh was God. dead or, you know, wow. some incredible person steps forward just in the, in the search for, you know, the secrets. But, I mean, also Ancestry, all that t- technology. We couldn't have done this program 15, 20 years ago. That's but true. as more and more people, you know, make take up that technology, we're finding links all around the world that help people make sense of the mystery.
0: Have you ever thought about just kind of enlisting the help of the researchers for an everyday task that you have or one of those questions you just can't quite find the answer to Who sings that song? Oh, no, I've
2: got Dr. Google for that. No, I mean, they're, they're pretty much fully fully um, kept busy with their work. I mean, because so many people now are applying to us and, uh, you know, they have to go down a certain route before they can say, actually, this doesn't go anywhere or you know, we, we've had three of these in the last week, so we don't need you know. so yeah. there's a, a whole lot of things they have to do before anything goes to air. It's quite remarkable.
0: There's only one family secret that I can think of that got revealed Uh-oh. to us as children. I'm wondering if there's an episode <laughs> in it or what what work would you get the researchers to go and do? So I think we found out quite early on in our childhood that our dad would go gay for one male singer, <laughs> but we're not sure who it is. <laughs> Okay. You're
1: not sure uh-huh. who it is.
0: Well, this is where maybe I could be a researcher. We <laughs> later found <laughs> out that it was <laughs> yeah. George Michael, Noni. <laughs> wow.
2: Well, no mystery there. He's pretty
0: cute.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How did mum feel about that?
0: <laughs> uh, much better once he passed away. <laughs> not uh, oh, George no. Michael. George Michael, not dad. Yeah.
1: Oh, this is
2: taking a turn, guys. I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that we could I don't know that we could sustain fifteen minutes
0: of screen time with that one. We certainly anyway. couldn't. Yeah, no. that's a good point. Okay. Well, it's hit the cutting room floor, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, sorry, mate. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, we're really looking forward to seeing season four, which starts tomorrow night, seven thirty PM. Every family has a secret on SBS. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Noni Hazelhurst.
2: My pleasure. Nice to talk to you both. Take care. It's a fresh start and it feels good. Anthony
1: and Pinky for breakfast. It's trip for and breakfast.